Welcome to episode 165 of Podcateers. This week we briefly talk about the reboot that will ensure that generations to come will continue to want to turn and run whenever they see a clown. We talk about Disney's new streaming service announcement. Google was seen trekking through Disneyland. The Great Movie Ride closes after 28 years of operation at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And DuckTales is back! Make sure to check out the blog post for this episode over at podcateers.com slash 165, where we have a little more info on topics from this episode. Jogwalk is two weekends away from the launch of this episode, and we are extremely happy about what our team has been able to accomplish. We're just under $300 away from raising $3,500 for Chalk. And if you can help us retweet or repost our links, or even by making a donation, it would be super helpful in helping us reach that goal. Just head over to chalkwalk.org slash teamboatwilly, or go to podcateers.com and click on the Teamboat Willie link at the top of the page. Once again, we just want to say thank you to everyone for all of your support. If you're looking for us online, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Just search for Podcateers. We would love it if you take a moment to like, follow, subscribe, and maybe even recommend us to your friends. As always, this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. We call those listeners our fairy godparents, and for as little as $1 a month, or even a one-time contribution, you can be a fairy godparent too. Just head on over to patreon.com slash podcateers or go to podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo for more information. A big thank you goes out to all of our fairy godparents for their added support. If you shop on Amazon, another great way to help us out is just by going to podcateers.com slash Amazon before your next purchase. Uh, doing so won't cost you anything extra, but if you click on the big Amazon button on that page before you make your next purchase, we get a small commission as a thank you from Amazon because you went through our link. And to everyone that's taking the time to click through, thank you guys. You guys rock. All right. It is time to get this podcast started. Here is episode 165 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. I absolutely cannot wait for the It movie to come out. You know, I am not, I'm not a fan of clowns. Okay, that's, you know, Who's I... Who's not a fan of clowns? I'm not a fan of clowns. Clowns are the um, best. Nah, dude. I look at clowns, I'm like, nope. Mm-mm. Not Dude, today. They're friendly. Are they? Uh, you like magic? They, some do magic. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. and uh, they they've entertained children for years. Get out! I'm telling you. No, I mean get out. And, I don't like clowns. And get out. Maybe <laughs> put a little fear in in some children as a well. A little. Just a tad. A little. Just a tad. You know, when I saw the original It movie, you know, I've never seen it. Uh-huh. Oh, really? I've never seen the original. So when I saw the original It movie many, 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 many years ago when many I moons. was a youngin, so uh-huh. to speak, it scared the living tar out of me. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. But who can be afraid of Tim Curry? He's so lovable. Oh, yeah. Tim Curry, yeah. He's he's adorable. <laughs> yeah. When I look at Tim Curry, I'm like, dude, seriously, yeah. adorbs. <laughs> 
But when he's in the it makeup, uh-huh. okay. even more adorable. Yeah, okay, totes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I saw it, and it, like I said, it scared the living tar out of mm-hmm. me, right? And out of you. For uh-huh. a long time, you know, I didn't like that. And here's the weird thing, okay? When okay. I was uh, young, my dad was a huge fan of the circus. Like, he would take us to, you know, when they would come uh, touring to the right. sports arena, yes. like Coliseum, all that stuff. Yeah. Ringling Brothers would right. come over and... You know, little by little. Pepe's uh, that, uh, Circo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was all sorts of them that would <laughs> sure. come by, right? Yeah. I mean, some of them were nicer than others. You sure. know, some of them literally looked like they were in the back of uh, a church. You know, <laughs> and others were right. at these, like, major coliseums and stadiums and stuff like that. Right. And my dad was a huge fan, so he would take us all the time. And little by little, they got smaller and smaller as events got bigger and mm-hmm. stuff like that and ultimately they just kind of stopped touring mm-hmm. you know these circuses didn't exist anymore and ringling brothers this last year just performed its final show in new york no way yeah they just called it quits they just didn't want to do it i remember uh god a couple of years ago i remember they mentioned that they were going to stop using, I think, elephants in their shows. Part of it was because they had a lot of... Backlash? Backlash from animal rights mm-hmm. groups, right? right? And there was certain things that they were doing that I guess people didn't really necessarily mm-hmm. like. They weren't treating the animals a certain way. Uh some of the cages were a little too small. I don't know. This is just some of what I read, right? Right. But uh, I think it was back in May or June of this year, mm-hmm. they finally just decided, you know what? This isn't worth it anymore. We're not making any money. People don't come out to see the circus like they used to. Right. And they just close it down. Mm. And that was kind of like the last major touring circus, at least in the United States. You know, I don't know right. how big they are in other countries. And then Pennywise went into the sewers. And then Pennywise <laughs> went into the sewers. So yeah, so like when like like I was saying, like Got when I was washed a kid, away. <clears throat> when uh-huh. I was a kid, I we used to go to these circuses, and right. I was like, oh cool, we're going to the circus. You know, clowns are happy, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it. Right. Okay. And then you see what you know a clown can do, and it just scares you. You know, you're a kid, and it just totally scares the 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 tarnations. Tarnations out of you, out of right. You. right. And, and growing up, I just kind of felt, you know, I, I don't like clowns. Like, mm. this is just a thing I grew up with. Like, right. I will right. not go out of my way to go see a clown, basically. Dude. And it's just one of those, like, childhood things that it's one of those fears that's like, yeah, I'm not for clowns type thing. Right. Dude, Krusty the Clown, Homie the Clown. I, yeah, the, I, I just remember the, the homie don't the, play that. There for it that is. One. That's yeah. it. Homie don't play that. That's it, man. So, yeah, I grew up with this thing about mm-hmm. not liking clowns, right? Right. And little by little, you start seeing clowns at birthday parties and all that stuff. And, you know, you don't want to put these fears into your own children. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of like, all right, if, well, if the kids want to see clowns, the kids want to see clowns, right. right? While you're inside the house. No, no, no. It's fine. Like, <laughs> you can get over them. Uh-huh. You, you get over stuff like that, right? Right. And then you see people like what was happening last year where there was these people dressed as clowns. Right. Like, Coming up in these random locations that you didn't know what they were doing. Which I wonder, if, uh, weren't they connected with uh, with the movie It? Wasn't it when... The, I don't remember exactly, I but I know... I think it was. I think there was some copycats. Mm-hmm. There was... I, I think there may have been some promo or marketing Yeah, I think it was a marketing it, promo thing. But right. I think there was also just some copycats that were just trying to get people scared. Mm-hmm. And for those, those suck. You know, right? <laughs> right. The, 
if you're just trying to do that just to rile up people, that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But if it was part of a marketing thing, it is what it is. Right. The point is, those I, I saw the it trailer by the way. Uh huh. And fantastic, I saw it, right? I saw it thinking like. Oh my god! Like I, I, I don't know if I want to watch this because I don't know if I want to be scared of it. Like, is it gonna bring back all these childhood memories and all these childhood <laughs> right. traumas and stuff? Uh-huh. And I saw it and I thought, oh, okay, that looks cool. That's it. That was it. Like your excitement for it. I am completely excited. Your excitement for it. Like I felt, uh, I felt like maybe a little cheated because I felt like I should have been more excited over Dude. it. But when I saw it, I thought, you know what? I felt more scared with those crazy people dressed as clowns last year than I did from this trailer. <laughs> no, I think you're ridiculous. Uh, this trailer embodied so much horror and fear in what this movie is going to just be. The acting alone from Pennywise or the actor. What's his name? The original Tim Curry? No, the original. No, the the new kid that that that's uh, Pennywise. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, he what he did in 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 the in this short trailer, uh, I'm convinced, man. There's real clowns in the sewers, and they're out to get us. Well, then, see, there you go. That's your problem, <laughs> right? That's your problem. All right, so I did a quick search. Right. Uh, Bill Skarsgård? Yep, that's him. He's a little terrifying dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll probably end uh-huh. up watching it. Mm-hmm. I'll wait till the red box, obviously. Oh, come on. quite frankly. This, you know, no, this is a big screen event, man. I'll tell you what. I will go watch it on the big screen if you buy my ticket. Red box, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll end up watching it, yeah. you know, just for completionist sake, mm-hmm. knowing that I saw the original. I want to see the remake to see if it holds up. Right. So far, it looks like it's going to be, you know, a very good thriller. But right. as far as I honestly thought that I was going to watch it and mm-hmm. I was going to be sitting. Remember that Simpsons episode where Bart was young and Homer made him that like clown bed? Yeah. And yeah. he's all like, can't sleep, clown will eat me, can't sleep, clown will eat me. <laughs> yes. Like I honestly thought I was going to watch this trailer uh-huh. and sit in the corner and be like, can't sleep, clown will eat me. And that wasn't right. the case. Oh. You know, that wasn't the case. And you wanted the you wanted those feels. In a way, I kind of did right. because. I get it. I really did think that it. I don't know. There was a part of me that kind of wanted to know mm-hmm. if it was gonna scare me like that. Right. But then when it did, and I was like, oh, "That's kind of disappointing." <laughs> no, here's the thing. Uh, I'll admit, but here's the thing. I I don't get scared easily. In fact, uh, scary movies actually make me laugh, which is the weirdest thing. However, you know, laughing when you're scared is a defense mechanism. <laughs> Fine, fair enough. However. Uh, this kid, whatever his name is, I already forgot it, totally creeped me out, though. Yeah, he does kind of look creepy. You know, he's got this look to him. Even when you look at him without the makeup, he mm-hmm. just got this, like, sinister look like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to get you. You know what What uh, this Pennywise reminds me of is, um, uh, what is it, the, the <clears throat> remake of Alice in Wonderland, The Queen. You see the big egg-shaped head. Oh, interesting. Can you see it now? Because that looks bit. very similar to me. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like, this movie is actually making me want to go and read the book. Or, if I can be honest, someone read the book to me. You know what I mean? 
Because you don't know how to read? Because I don't know how to read? Got it. Well, I'm happy you said that, Javier. Why? Because if you want somebody to read it to you, uh-huh. maybe you can get it through Audible. Oh, really? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. Boom. Nailed the Audible <laughs> Plug. <ad. laughs> it, it actually is available on Audible. Get out. It's, it's a pretty expensive book. I think it's like $40 if you wow. just buy the audiobook. But uh-huh. if you sign up using our promo link, uh-huh. you can get it for free because you get one free audiobook when you go to audibletrial.com slash podcateer <laughs> and sign up for a 30-day free trial. Not shameless at all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, you set it up. Oh, hey, You I'm... wanted somebody to read to you, Audible will read it to you. <laughs> With over 180,000 plus titles to choose from, <laughs> Stephen King's It is yes. just one of them. Dude. <laughs> Yes, I love it. So again, if you would like to give it a try, audibletrial.com slash podcasters is where you want to start. Or go to podcasters.com, scroll down, and search for the Audible logo. Click on it, and it'll take you to our page if you guys want to give it a try. If you guys decide to cancel in the 30 days, the book is yours to keep. You can get scared listening to it anytime that you want. (laughs) Uh, But give it a shot. Let us know what you guys think if you guys haven't read or listened to the book, whichever you prefer to say. Beautiful. Who reads it, by the way? Does it say on Audible? Or? Uh, for Audible, I could do a quick check here. It looks Just like curious. it is read by... Anyone famous or... It says, narrated by Steven Weber. Whoa, dude, it is 45 hours long. That's why it's, it is it is a $40 it is, book right. because it is 45 hours long. It is the what? unabridged version. Talk about entertainment. Dude, that might be worth the money then. If you want to build suspense to like Halloween, Uh this is what you listen to the entire month. Dude. Right? Genius. And just to let you know, the hardcover book, paper, Mm -hmm. book, 1,138 pages. Whoa. That's a big book, dude. Is it available on Amazon? Because if they... If <laughs> Amazon! If they, want, they can also get the hardcover book through Amazon. Let's find out. By going to podcasters.com slash Amazon first. Amazon! <laughs> Clicking through because yes. we get a small kickback from Amazon. Do we? Amazon! Going through our link. No way! <laughs> Dude, this is wonderful. You're setting this up perfectly Dude, today. <laughs> nice. Shameless. Uh, so anyway... Uh, in, in all seriousness, though, yes, uh, it is available through Amazon and Audible Amazon. if you guys choose to get it through either one of those. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I remember reading that first one. It's definitely not for kids, man. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I saw it so young. I didn't watch a lot of movies when I was young. Right. But knowing that I saw this at a friend's house scared me so bad. I didn't like clowns for right. a very long time. Mm-hmm. This is not something you want to watch with your kids. If you have children that are mature and they can hang with this mm-hmm. then you know your kids you know i don't know your kids maybe right. your kids can hang right but this is not something you just want to be like oh watch let's go from frozen then watch it you know, it doesn't work like <laughs> that. imagine a family be like oh let's go see that lovely clown movie <laughs> let's go see the one that javier from podcasters <laughs> recommended <laughs> he said it was great <laughs> javier at podcasters.com if you guys have any complaints and your kids can't sleep right exactly <laughs> He's so reputable, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, his face only seems angry on the shirt. He's actually a really nice guy. Where can you get this shirt? (laughs) Five (laughs) years (laughs) ago, (laughs) that (laughs) gear. You're just going to 
gotta go through yeah, every ad right now. Exactly. Dude. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh. You want to hear something really, really scary? Sure. I might change the subject. All right. What's up? Um, so something really scary that happened earlier today. It has nothing to do with clowns, by the way. Okay. So I told Lynette, you know what? <clears throat> I feel like having like barbecue chicken for dinner. Sure. So she Sounds was going delish. grocery shopping, right? And uh, I told her, you know, bring some, you know, chicken. We'll go ahead and we'll barbecue. We'll make some potato salad or something. Make some veggies or whatever. We'll that that'll be our dinner. On the George Foreman. No, 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 like on the actual barbecue. You have like an actual, okay, cool. Yeah, like outside. Uh, propane or? Uh, it's a gas grill. Yeah? It's a gas grill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a small charcoal grill, but this mm-hmm. one's like a larger gas grill. Oh, okay. And uh, You see that I have no idea because you haven't invited me to a carne asada or anything like this. Why would I? I don't like you. Uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I like when we go get tacos. <laughs> if I invite you to a carne asada, <laughs> You're then cooking, we can yeah. go get tacos. <laughs> I would have to work. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so, so she brings the chicken, right? Right. And uh, it was kind of frozen, but I was mm-hmm. able to kind of prepare it, just you know, season it up real quick. And I, you know, usually you trim off any of the excess fat and stuff like that so that it doesn't, you know, basically burn in the barbecue. Right. Uh, I wasn't able to get off all the fat, and I thought, eh, it's okay. I'm going to cook it off to the side. What's the fat? What are you talking about? Why would you remove it? That's flavor. It's also flammable. Uh, come on. (laughs) That's why you take it off. (laughs) So uh, I I thought it was going to be okay because, right. quite frankly, I was going to cook it off on the side of the grill. Right. Right, not in direct uh, – Sure. In, not in the direct flame or anything. Right. So I set it up, and I walked away. I was working on – you know the thing that I posted on Instagram, our little parody of Stranger Things? Yes, which I so, loved. Oh, cool. Thank you. So I made it. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. <laughs> So I was working on that, right? And I was working on a new version of it because I didn't like exactly how it looked. Like I was mm-hmm. trying to fix the letters and stuff like that. Like there's like little tweaks that I was making so that I was happier mm-hmm. with it. While I was working on it, all of a sudden I hear a whoosh, whoosh, outside. Nice. And I look out the window, dude. The entire side of my barbecue is engulfed in flames. No okay? way. And it was super close to the house. And right. I'm thinking, like, ah, where is the ah? – and I'm running around because – Forget clowns. Be, fire. Dude, seriously. <laughs> and I can't even reach underneath to turn off the propane. Oh, t- and dude. that was my biggest concern. Right. That the fire was coming underneath to uh-huh. where the propane tank was. Right. And I'm thinking, like, okay, what am I going to do? It's a grease fire. You can't technically use water for a grease fire because right. that's what started it, the, mm-hmm. the grease that I didn't finish taking off of the chicken. Right. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, if I use the water before the fire extinguisher, then it'll at least contain the flames enough that I can reach down and quickly turn off the propane tank. And and sure enough, that's what I ended up doing. Mm. Lynette went inside to get the fire extinguisher. And it was very, very sad. Dude. You know, so wow. I, I, I want to have a moment of silence for for my barbecue. The barbecue was damaged? It's supposed to handle fire. <laughs> oh, dude, it was really badly damaged. Dude. The side of the barbecue it literally completely burned. contains fire. How do you and damage is, a barbecue? And that's how bad the flame got. <laughs> that it basically warped uh-huh. the, the case uh-huh. from the top. Uh, it had some kind of half metal half plastic linings that started to melt mm. i had the brush right next to it that i right. cleaned the the grill with yeah uh, it melted 
Dude. It, it literally melted the entire side of it. I'll show you a picture of it. Look. All right, let's see. Here, check this out. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. The fire was basically hitting it right there. Dude. And I just remember uh, finished putting out the fire, and I'm thinking, ah, the chicken. <laughs> Not the oh, not the thousand dollar barbecue. Well, see, I wish I had a thousand dollar barbecue. <laughs> it was, but the ten dollar chicken is what you're worried about. <laughs> well, I mean, it was dinner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know exactly how much damage was done to the barbecue because, quite frankly, once it was done, it was mm-hmm. too hot for me to start moving stuff and mm-hmm. uh, examining hoses. But it did go underneath the barbecue, like it was coming out of the holes. Uh, you know how it's got like ventilation holes right. on the bottom. Now you have and, more and ventilation holes. <laughs> In some portions, it looks like I do actually. Yeah. It looks like it may have just kind of burned through mm. a couple of things. So I'm worried whether or not the propane hoses, because they're rubber hoses, sure. like if those um, were damaged. Right. I don't know if the pipes themselves were damaged, but it was sad, man. Dude, I we can lost imagine. our dinner, and uh, I I feel like I can salvage the chicken though. Uh, like I saved it; it's out in the counter. I can show it to you when we're done. Okay. But I feel like if I take the skin and everything off, like the inside's gonna uh-huh. be like nice and good. <laughs> you think? Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, the 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 two inches of of tar and hey, look, ash. Man. Consider it blackened chicken. Uh-huh. Okay? Isn't there a name for that? Blackened chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I don't know if it's going to taste good or not, but mm-hmm. I feel like if I took off all that charred, mm-hmm. let's say goodness, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that I think flavor? the inside part. Yeah, right. we'll call it flavor. The flavor, yeah. I think the inside part is going to be edible. You know, you said you have another grill, right? The the charcoal one, yeah. Use this chicken as the charcoal. <laughs> I totally could at you this could. point. Heck yeah. It's so horrible. I should post this on the Instagram story so yeah. people can see it. Totally. Uh, I mean, it's too late now to do it, but I'll probably right. do it tomorrow morning and just say, you know, Chef Hazen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is worse than when we burned the, the bacon, Pan- remember? Oh, that's right. The bacon. Yeah, yeah. this was worse than that. Mm. Like, this is really bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, I, you significantly did $100 of damage. Compared to bacon. Well, I I didn't do it on purpose, right? I was trying to just get the food done (laughs) while I was working on something. So, if anything, multitasking. You accidentally walked away from food that was cooking. Okay. It's fine, dude. It's in a barbecue when Uh you don't have indirect heat. And that's the worst part, Uh that it wasn't indirect heat. I think that if it was directly above the flame, Mm -hmm. it would have been much worse. Mm Mm-hmm. But because it was far enough away that the juices just kind of, like, dripped over and just kind of, right. you know, picked up from there. Sure, it walked over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get it. Yeah, I think it would have been much worse if it was right mm. above the the actual right. flame. Hmm. Uh, but I'm glad it wasn't worse. I'm right. glad that I was able to see it and stop it when I did. Or else, you know, we'd be having a very different conversation right now. I'm very happy you see this as the cup is... Half full. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, uh, if it's going to cost me a couple of hoses, then mm-hmm. this is what I'm hoping, that if it costs me a couple of hoses, then mm-hmm. I'll be okay. I can get some of that paint that you use for barbecue grills and paint up some of the damage. 
Because <laughs> it looks bad, dude. Right. It looks really bad. Use that uh, as seen on TV stuff, you know? <clears throat> that doesn't work. That totally that works. That doesn't work. Well, hopefully it's salvageable. I hope so, too. All right. Cause, because uh, it's... Uh, you know, for all the times you're going to invite me now for some chicken and carne asada, so I'm, I can't wait. Oh, no. I don't want to do that. Oh. Well, then never mind. If, I if hope, fixing it requires I me hope, to invite you, uh huh. Ah, oh, bro, I can't fix it. Man, I hope you can't <laughs> fix it. <laughs> what do I care then? <laughs> we got to go get tacos out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, that was way scarier. Than, than your trailer. <laughs> Whatever. But, um, you no, know, you know what? You're right. Uh, fictitious clown and real fire. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Uh, so let's talk about some happy stuff. All right. Talk deal. about happy stuff. You know what came back this last week? Tell me. DuckTales. Woo! Yeah. Exactly. Nice. So they ended up bringing Knee back. Knee-jerk reaction with that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's so embedded in your it head, is. right? It's almost like... Uh, when you say Amazon, Amazon, like you can't, you can't help nice. it now. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Technically, it's coming back in September, right? Okay. Uh, this was just kind of like the launch, like mini movie. It was like an hour long. Oh, it was wow. kind of like a mini movie Get that they here. did. Uh, it's supposed to be the entire season that they're bringing back is like twenty-one episodes and two hour-long movies. Wow! And I okay. think this may have been one of them. So they may have one at the end of the season to mm. kind of wrap everything up. I don't know. Okay. Uh, or I don't know if this was just like an extra episode that they're throwing out there. Right. So this last weekend, Disney XD played twenty-four hours of the exact same Ducktales episode. Ooh. Oh, it really is in your head. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw it a couple of times. I like it. Hmm. I actually like it. I was kind of digging kinda it. I kind of want you to say love, but okay. Uh, I'll take like. You know what? I, I'm not exactly sure that I love it completely yet. Okay. There are certain aspects of it that I am leaning towards. I love it. Right. And certain ones that I just kind of, I like it. And okay. I think the I like it part is going to be determined on how they execute some of the adventures going forward, mm-hmm. how they introduce Gizmo Duck, how they introduce mm-hmm. Darkwing Duck, mm-hmm. uh, how they introduce some of the other characters that we're used to seeing. Right. But the story starts off basically with Donald taking care of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So this is completely from the beginning. It's not. We're kind not. Jump, we're not really jumping in, believing everybody knows what Ducktales is, right? Uh, so when the animators and the writers went into creating this version of DuckTales, they wanted to incorporate stuff from the original one. Okay. You know, that people are very fond of. Sure. The video game and the movies. The video game? Yeah, remember the video game? Not at all. Dude, it's one of the funnest things to play. Like, Uncle Scrooge. Nintendo? I don't remember. Oh. It was on Nintendo, yeah. Uh Uncle Scrooge would use his cane as a pogo stick and everything. Really? You could play as Gizmo Duck. Dude, it was like the funnest thing ever. Never knew about this. I'm going to have to show this to you. Raspberry Pi. Ah. Because you'll never get this on one of those little NES ones that you want to buy. Why you got to go there? I'm just saying. Why you got to go there? Retro Pie. Boom. Mm. That's why we got to build one. All right. So, so yeah. So, they wanted to incorporate all these things from before, right? Okay. What I really love about this one is that it looks like they're going with the original color schemes of Donald and Uncle Scrooge. I wouldn't think they'd change that, though. Well, they did. Because remember in the original DuckTales, like Uncle Scrooge had like a blue coat? Yeah. Like he had like a a blue and red color ensemble going on. Sure. 
in the comic books, like the original like, oh, DuckTales comic books, uh-huh. he was wearing like like dark like black and like these darker colors, mm-hmm. and so did Donald. Like he didn't wear like the bright blue or anything that I'm you ass- see like Donald in now. I'm assuming it's because colors probably expensive on comic books. Probably. I mean, they wanted to like limit how many pages, mm-hmm. how many colors they colors. have to print on the page, right? right? And yeah. that's probably true. But what I like about this is that they decided to go with some of these original color schemes from the comic book. Mm-hmm. And so it's drawn and made in such a way that it kind of has this like comic book feel to it. Hmm. The other thing that I like is, you know how I told you that I dig the new animated Mickey cartoons? I do too. So I, I like too. that style. Right. This and new that's DuckTales, incorporated. Well, this new DuckTales is kind of closer to this new mm. Mickey animation style. Okay. It's not necessarily the old DuckTales style. Right. It's closer Ooh. to the new Mickey style. Okay. So I really like that. And there's all sorts of like little Easter eggs. At, at least in this episode there was. I don't know if how they're going to sprinkle them out through the rest of the series. Right. But there was all sorts of like little callbacks to the original uh, episodes. Okay. More importantly though, when they were going through Uncle Scrooge's mansion, he had all these portraits of these adventures and stuff like that. All of those pictures were directly taken from the comic books. No way. Yeah, That's so they're genius. all panels I love from that. old comic books. I love that. There's all these little things that I think that as long as they keep doing throughout the series, it's going to be amazing. Like the whole thing is really good. I really dig this one. I totally recommend it. All and right. if you guys have seen it, you know, have some thoughts, especially if you guys were fans of the original DuckTales, let Ooh. us know in the comments of the Instagram, Facebook post, or in the blog post for the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I, I totally dig it. I'm I'm really close to saying that I just loved it. Right. But I need to see more episodes to make sure that it wasn't this, like, just one-hour movie no, that I they totally went all out with, right. made it really great, and then everything else is just going to be like, eh, whatever. Okay. Also. But I have one question. Okay. You know, I've become a, a Doctor Who nerd in recent years. No thanks to you. And, You're welcome. And, and, of course, David Tennant's, you know, uh, probably my favorite Doctor. It's still between him and, and the 11th. It, it's still a battle, to be honest with you. Interesting. But David Tennant, I, I think I'm leaning towards his uh, a little more. Um, I always figured you as an Eccleston what? Yeah. How dare you? As an echo, maybe even as a Capaldi. Dude, I'm about to walk out right now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, uh, I I totally love David Tennant. I love him and other things that he's been in. So yeah, how was David Tennant? He's so good, dude. Yeah. Uh, I think the fact that, you know, when David Tennant played the doctor, he played with a British accent, right? Mm-hmm. And he's actually Scottish. Right. You know, so. Not a lot of people know that. Not a lot of people know that. But the fact that he's Scottish and he's doing a Scottish accent for Uncle Scrooge. Right. Just sounds really good. In it's, fact, it should become like a, a Disney, uh, like a Disney fact that Uncle Scrooge is actually played by a Scottish. Because, yeah. Love that. There's a couple of disconnects for Mm -hmm. me because, like, Beck Bennett now plays from Saturday Night Live. Yes, he plays uh, Launchpad McQuack now. Oh, good idea. And his voice is so different than the original Launchpad Mm. that there's this like weird disconnect, like for me. That's weird. Because Uncle Scrooge, 
I mean, I don't think they're necessarily trying to match them all mm-hmm. because even Huey, Dewey, and Louie sound mm-hmm. much different. Oh, dude. You know, Mrs. Beakley sounds different. Webby sounds different. But I think they all have a way of sounding like the characters mm-hmm. that we originally knew. Right. That it's okay, that it doesn't seem like this weird jump. Okay. But with Launchpad, it seemed like a weird jump. Okay. You know, so that was it. a little bit of a disconnect, but I was okay with it after mm-hmm. listening to it a little while. Uh, I'm really curious to see Lin Manuel Miranda as Gizmo Duck. Right. That's uh, Gizmo Duck is one of my favorite characters, so uh-huh. I'm really curious to see how he's going to portray that mm. character. So, like I said, I'm like almost to love the uh-huh. show so far. You're going to hate it after that. No, I uh, don't say I that. No, dude. I'm really hoping. I don't that know if I he's going to carry that voice. I think he can do it. All right. I think he can do it. I think even if he doesn't do it exactly like the old Gizmo Duck, right. I think he'll find a way to make it his own. Where he's gonna rap. Be so- <laughs> Dude, that would be so funny if he did. <laughs> but yeah, I think he'll find a way to make it his own without making it sound so different that people are like, "Whoa, what is this?" You know what I mean? Right. So. So, yeah, if you guys have seen the new DuckTales or saw the marathon, leave a comment. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know if you guys are going to keep watching it once it comes back in September. Right. And now that you've seen what they're doing with this, are you looking forward to other animated series like Big Hero 6 Mm, debuting very soon as well? Uh, Like you, you know how you wait for Redbox? Yes. I'm going to wait when Disney has their own uh, streaming platform. I'll just wait. Well, I mean, it is coming. Yeah. You know. I got to wait a year or so. <laughs> well, it's really interesting how they're doing the whole streaming thing because, you know, last this last week they ended uh-huh. up announcing that they're pulling Disney movies out of Netflix. But right? Netflix, I hear, is trying to say, hold, hold your horses. I don't think they want it to go away completely. No, they're trying to negotiate keeping Marvel stuff mm-hmm. and Star Wars. Right. So... Disney would essentially be pulling out like all the Lilos and Stitches, all the cartoons, and all the cartoons. Yeah. Like ultimately, I'm sure that they're going to end up having all the Marvel stuff and all the Star Wars stuff on their own streaming service. Right. Which I wonder where they got that idea from. Right. Wink, wink. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be your fault though if they start charging twenty bucks and you're like, oh, twenty bucks is worth it. No, that's 20, way too but, much. Look, dude. I said twenty bucks would be worth it. If they started including like all those old tin sets that they had for all the old collections, mm-hmm. like archived Wonderful World of Disney's, right. all the videos that they have for the private events at the Disney Family Museum, all these things that aren't available to the public. Right. If those things were available as part of like an archive, totally worth 20 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. But if all it's going to have are these movies that you would normally buy. And the Disney Channel. And the Disney Channel stuff. Right. Then no, it's like a ten dollars service. It's basically Netflix mm-hmm. for Disney stuff, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I hope that they keep it at a decent enough rate that people will say, "Yeah, that's worth it." I don't want to have to buy all these films. I'll just pay the ten bucks a month, and I can have access to any of them whenever I want. Right? Because right now we have Disney movies anywhere. Sure. Right, and when we and posted my collection. about this. and your collection sure. exactly, because not all of those films are available through the through Disney movies anywhere. They're back in the vault. They are back in the <laughs> vault. 
So I remember posting about this on the Instagram account. There was some listeners that actually started leaving some comments about it. For instance, we had a comment from Tanya that says, they have Disney movies anywhere. I wonder if they're just going to build it into that. Mm-hmm. And we had another comment from Paul uh, that says, they better have some exclusive shows and movies on there, or the price better be like five bucks a month. <laughs> right? And that's what people want. People right. want exclusivity. Yeah. And I'm um, sure they will. Just like uh, the way Netflix did uh, uh, Stranger Things and all this exactly. stuff. Exactly. Uh, with with time, they will create you know exclusive shows. Right. We had another comment in there from Christine. It basically has a thumbs down emoji and says another bill. Hmm. So thumbs down, another bill. Uh, so we had another comment on there from Ross. He says, it's going to backfire. Parents and little kids don't care. They love to make it harder and harder to be a fan. Hmm. And I remember reading that one, and uh, I replied to it. I said, you know, there's plenty of other stuff to watch, but I think that it'll succeed, especially if they include a lot of those old, you know, things that aren't available. You know, you can't watch them, you know, like on YouTube. You can't watch them on Netflix. You can't watch right. them basically anywhere. Right. There's some collections, uh, like, like you said, that are in the vault that haven't been released in like 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. There's films that haven't been released from the vault in 40 years or 50 years. It's crazy. And so the idea of re-releasing all these things that people haven't seen in such a long time, I think would be great. Mm-hmm. You know, there's plenty of places to see clips of the original broadcast of the opening of Disneyland, mm. but there's not many places where you can see the entire broadcast. Right. Unless you have like a DVD or something that you bought it you right, know, right, right. With or something. Uh-huh. So I think if they include all those things, I think it'll be worth it. Mm. The movies alone, I don't think is worth it. Even adding the Disney Channel TV shows, I don't think is necessarily worth it. Dude, even XD? Come on. <laughs> no, I mean, look, if I had a place to watch all the Gravity Falls episodes, right. that'd be great. But the Disney XD app kind of gives that to me. Mm. And, and like the Disney XD app and stuff like that, the Disney Channel apps, all those, you just sign in through your provider. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just can watch. Watch, right. The ability to cut the cord and say, I don't want this, you know, because a large part as to why we still have cable is for things like Disney Channel and Disney right. XD. A lot of people are don't cutting have... that cable, man. Exactly. And so to be able to not have to pay 50 or $60 a month right. just to get Disney Channel mm-hmm. for our kids when we can pay $10 a month and they have access to this entire archive, right. pay an extra 10 to Netflix, pay an extra 10 to Hulu or whatever, right. you're still saving right. over half of what you'd be paying for cable. And that's exactly what Disney's hoping for. And I think they'll get it. I think there's going to be plenty of people that are going to be willing to pay you know, a 10 to $15 price mm-hmm. point if they have that old stuff. Right. If they only have the TV shows and the movies, it better be 5 to $10 or else people are not going to want to pay for it. Right. It's too competitive in the market right now with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Amazon. But exclusivity is also a big thing. Right. So if Disney decides to pull all their stuff from all these other services and this is the only place where you're going to be able to see Disney stuff. Right. That also has a lot to say for whether or not people are going to pay for this service. And I think they th- that they will. I think so, too, to be honest. But they have to hit that price sweet spot. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that'll be the hard part. Trying to, you know, uh, get as much as they think they deserve. But at the same time, remembering 
we still have Netflix. We still have Hulu. We still have Amazon. We still have cable. Uh, and to add another one, uh, it's a gamble. No, I totally get that. That sweet spot in pricing is definitely going to be crucial for the success of this. Right. Man, let me rephrase that. It's going to be crucial for how much it succeeds because mm-hmm. Disney fans will buy this. Mm-hmm. Even if it was $20, Disney fans will get it. Mm-hmm. If all it had was the movies, Disney fans will get it. However, if it's less and has more, more people will get it. And I think if Disney begins to see a digital model where they don't see the instant satisfaction of how many people bought this DVD this month, you know, and incorporate those sales, that's one figure that they count on, right? But if they see the model uh, and they adjust for how many other companies are doing it, where they see a $10 fee over the course of two or three years, Mm -hmm. you know, they're going to see more money from that person because they're basically buying. Let's let's suppose they're buying a $10 movie every month. Right. But every month or every two weeks or whatever, not everyone is buying a Disney movie. Right. You see what I mean? Right. So I think there's companies that are like the WWE, right? When they decided oh, to yeah, go they digital, have their own network. They have their own network, right. right? They took all their archives and they made it available for people to watch. Now they're adjusting to knowing that they don't do these pay-per-view things anymore where it's like 50 or $60 right. every month. You pay $10 for the network and you get to watch these events as part Dude. of your monthly subscription. That honestly seems very much worth it. And that's the thing, that if Disney does similar things with their with their uh, network or their app that they're going to be creating, I think it's going to be a much better value. People will be subscribers for a much longer period of time, and they will make more money off of those people in the long run by keeping a smaller uh, price point. Right. Especially because I think it's worth following the love stories of John Cena and his wife. On the Disney app? No. (laughs) The WWE Network. Well, you know what? More power to you for doing that. Dude, they're so cute together. Well, you can probably also go on TMZ for free. What? Yeah. Uh, But you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. It's like you, you give more value for a decent price and people will get it. Right. And that is the one fear I think a lot of people have that Disney does like to you know, overcharge for some things, <laughs> you know, right. and in this case, they have to be very, very careful mindful. about where, yeah, mindful, you know, about what price point they want to enter at so that people aren't turned off to the service. Right. Exactly. So, let us know what you guys think about this whole thing. You know, we we did have a few people comment on the post that we had on Instagram when this was first announced. But, right. you know, now that you've had some time to think about it or if you guys have read anything about it, let us know in the comments of the blog post or the Instagram or Facebook post what you guys think about this whole thing. What do you guys think a good price point is? You know, do you guys subscribe to stuff like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon? Uh, like is ten dollars a good price for you or would you be willing to pay more like 15 or 20 if they included a lot more of the archive stuff especially things that are in the vault not available for purchase right now what if call me crazy what if 
the uh, Disney Netflix is included in your signature signature annual pass. Well, crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> that would never happen. Oh, come on. Uh, it wouldn't happen because it's two different businesses. It's still Disney. We're talking about it's two different businesses. I mean, the umbrella that is the Disney mm-hmm. company has a lot of tiny companies inside of it. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, Disneyland is run as its own business. California Adventure and Downtown Disney are run as a separate business. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Disney Digital Networks are run as a separate business. ESPN is its own business. And mm-hmm. they're all under the Disney umbrella. This digital part mm-hmm. for these movies will be its own branch. And so including it with an annual pass is not an option. <laughs> By the way, I thought I heard ESPN was going to be included in this Disney app. That's actually where they're starting. Mm-hmm. They're starting off with ESPN. They are going to start removing the Disney movies from Netflix next year. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, they'll trickle everything else out. But Netflix is really working with Disney or trying to negotiate keeping the Marvel stuff and keeping Star Wars, mm-hmm. at least for a while longer. All right. So, yeah, uh, that's happening. Uh, let's talk some park stuff. All right. There's not, like, this huge story behind this, obviously, but I just wanted to mention this because I thought it was kind of cool. Okay. But have you ever seen one of the Google cars? How they have, like, that big sphere over the car um, with all the cameras? Yeah. They're, like, spinning almost like a, I don't know. A... It doesn't spin. I thought I've seen them spin. Like, no. Rapidly. So the way that they're set up is they're on top of the car, and they have several cameras on top of it uh-huh. all around the sphere. And so as they're driving around, they're taking several pictures that they stitch together mm-hmm. so that when you're in Google Maps, you can just kind of roam around the area right. and see what you need to see, right? Okay. Uh, so Google Maps has been working with organizations on eventually entering buildings and touring like public locations. Interesting. Uh, Don't Disney, come in my house. No, they're not going to go into private oh, residences. Thank it's goodness. Like public locations. There's things I'm hiding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, these are private. Uh, these are public areas like okay. Disneyland, Walt Disney World. Makes sense. And they are working on ways for you to actually get into the park and go through Google Maps. Like take a tour. Basically take a tour I as if this. you were in Street View. Yes. Okay. But obviously the problem with that is that you can't get a Google car into Disneyland. Right. So how do we do this? What you do is you have somebody walk around with one of those big camera bubbles right. in a backpack. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's the solution. Oh right. yeah, dude, it's have, super have a, cool. Like this uh, camper, basically, and have a, a thing sticking out of it. It's pretty cool, dude. So these things are called Street View Trekkers. Okay, right? Wow, fancy and name. It literally Who thought looks, of this. Uh, probably Google. All right. Probably Google. Terrible name. And Google. so what it looks like is this like sphere what? with a bunch of cameras. What a nerd coming out of some guy's backpack. <laughs> He's and his job is literally to walk around everywhere Disneyland uh-huh. where is available to walk through Disneyland. It looks like a car antenna. Um, I don't know about a car antenna, <laughs> but it is funny watching one of these, you know, big mm-hmm. ball camera thing right. walk around. It's a green balloon. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, but. I can imagine the people that didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. when this guy was walking around through Disneyland just right. thinking, like, what is going on? Right. Like, this is, like, the seriously, like, 
the the most intense vlogger that they've ever seen with this like <laughs> All these camera cameras. sphere right. or, like behind him. It's like, what's your vlog? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like maps.google.com. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If anybody got a chance to see him, I'd be interested in seeing any pictures that they posted. And you know, if you guys want to tag us, we'll repost it on the Podcasters right. account. But I thought everyone it was needs, pretty cool. Everyone needs to see this picture. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool seeing this guy walking around Disneyland. I right. wish I was there in person so I could just, you know, take a picture myself. Right. Uh, but knowing that Google has gone ahead and started archiving the paths through, like, these public areas, mm-hmm. it's going to be cool to be able to tour parks and almost plan what you want to do mm-hmm. before you even step foot in the park. You know, you'll kind of know like, oh, well, how do I get to this? Okay, I'm going to have to go this way, this way, and this way. You know Mm, what I mean? No, because they have maps for that. Yeah, but if you don't have a map if you're not there yet. Uh But if you want to plan what you want to do before you get to the park, Uh this will be the best way to see a map Mm. before you get a map when you're walking in. Too much work. There's an app for that. Also a good way to do it but it's mm-hmm. a very cartoony looking map mm-hmm. it's a painted map you right. can't actually see what's around you i still don't really see the benefits of this if i can be honest i think there's a lot of benefits to it i think seeing what's around you is a big benefit like i get maybe if someone's never been to disneyland okay let's see what's going on or oh that's another great or point. i didn't even think about that uh, one. someone in another country you know wants to see you know what disney is all about okay i get that but me a uh, local, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't, I wouldn't use it. Well, maybe that's what it's meant for. Mm-hmm. Maybe for those things that you mentioned, or somebody that is confined to a bed, right? That can't get out of bed, can't visit it in person. Maybe it's set up so that you can actually tour the park through mm-hmm. Google Maps. And I can see that. Maybe one day they'll add like interactive points where you can click on something and you'll see a video. Right. You know, obviously that's not a Google Maps feature. That's huh. something else. Right. But. Uh, maybe that's a good use for it. Maybe it'd be like Waze, and it'll predict like how much foot traffic is going on. Well, there's several apps that do that now. You know, there are services that you can pay for mm-hmm. where that's information that you get from them. And the Disney app kind of does that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily tell you what the crowd level is that day. But wait time, um, maybe? It tells you wait times, and it gives you an idea of what mm-hmm. the crowd level is. But right. there are other services and other companies that have made it their business to actually log this information and you know provide a service where they tell you, like, this is the crowd level, this is what you can expect. Historically, this and this is what happened, right. you know, stuff like that. I would love, just the way Google Maps is, to look at the uh, overhead of Disney and it shows me red lines, green lines, you know, of how much foot traffic is going on. That's what I would love. For what exactly? To avoid walking by the mansion or something. Because there's so many people there. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Great <laughs> idea, Javier. Don't patronize me. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to say that I totally get what you're saying, but I don't. <laughs> so I'm not going to. All right. No worries. But... Yeah, so that's happening. Google is actively going through Disney parks now. Cool. They had done something similar at Walt Disney World, and I'm sure that they're going to keep adding stuff mm-hmm. you know, to this. Right. I guess they're going to end up doing something a little bit different now at Disney's Hollywood Studios. What do you mean? Now that the, the basically the entire park is changing, but 
you know, actually, as the day that we're recording this episode, uh-huh. today was the last day of the great movie ride. No. Yeah, so they had... Wait, what are you talking about? They close as they're going to get rid of this ride? They're reimagining it. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of things that are being changed at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh-huh. And that attraction has been there for the better part of 28 years, I want to say. Wow. And you know what? This is probably the, one of the first times I've heard of this. <laughs> oh, really? You've never heard of it? <laughs> I have no idea. Ride? Yeah, no. Nope. The ride itself has been open, like I said, for almost three decades. For a long time, it was behind this giant sorcerer Mickey hat inside of Disney Hollywood Studios. Okay. And remember, Disney Hollywood Studios, when it first opened, was MGM Studios. Was it? That's what it used to be called. Okay. I, yeah. I have no memory of this. <laughs> so before it was Disney Hollywood Studios, uh, it was the MGM Studios. And at the time, it was an actual working backlot. It was kind of like hmm. Universal Studios, almost, okay. where you could yeah. take a tour. There was actually filming going on. Oh, I still uh, need to see uh, the light show at the castle, by the way, at Universal Studios. Yeah, you're supposed to vlog that. Mm, uh, you know so, what? I would like to retract what I just said. N- nope, but <laughs> now that I know you're going, you got to vlog that. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, this ride existed. Disney Hollywood Studios was basically a backlot, just like Universal. They okay, had cool. a bunch of filmings going on. Cool. And they even had some animation stuff going on where they actually had animators uh, in uh, certain sections of the park mm-hmm. actually animating things mm. for movies or for TV, whatever the case was, right? Okay. Little by little, all that stuff started going away. Mm. And uh, as uh, as the park kind of matured and they started thinking about, oh, well, what are we going to add? You know, we're adding this Muppet stuff. We're adding Star Wars. We're adding this. We're adding that. A lot of what made Disney's Hollywood Studios Hollywood Studios yeah. is no longer going to be there. Mm. It's all going away. Like they had like a stunt show, mm-hmm. you know, lights, camera, action i believe is what it's called i don't remember exactly uh like their stunt show is gone uh all these different attractions that basically symbolized hollywood right have gone away right Mm. and it's very reminiscent about what's happening at california adventure like all the things that made california adventure california california right are going away yeah or pretty much gone right yeah and as soon as Paradise Pier becomes Pixar Pier, mm-hmm. that's going to really begin mm-hmm. to just completely erase anything right. that was California about right. DCA. Exactly. At Hollywood Studios, really, this was kind of the last major symbolic ride that made it Hollywood Studios. Right. And a lot of people are really sad about the change. But I was thinking about it, and, and I, I was wondering whether or not they made this change for kind of the same reasons that they've made the changes at California Adventure with like Tower of Terror, hmm. right? Don't have to pay for an internet for an intellectual property that isn't theirs. You put something that's yours and then you're making all the revenue from that. You don't have to pay externally anymore. Right, makes sense. For the Great Movie Ride, they had to pay Turner Classic Movies, mm. you know. I can't imagine how much they were paying one for them. I guess maybe they weren't because Turner Classic Movies was sponsoring it. So maybe they were paying to have their name on it. I mean, I don't exactly know how it works, but you got to imagine that 
they had to pay something, right? right? Because they had Wizard of Oz scenes, they had uh, Casablanca scenes in there. Yes, they did have some Disney stuff, but right. it wasn't much. Like Fantasia was in there, scene from Mary Poppins. I can see why people are upset, you know, because it's not going to be there anymore. Uh, I never got a chance to write it. I never you know. got to hear about it. Seriously, is this really the first <laughs> time serious. you're hearing about it? Yep. Well, like I said, I I had heard about it before, obviously, but I right. had never been on it. I had just seen like write-throughs on YouTube um, that people that I knew or just random ones that just from doing like a YouTube search, like oh, I had okay. seen. Right. And I remember several years ago when they removed the big Mickey hat. It was like this big controversy because they were removing this icon from mm. like Hollywood Studios. Right. And, but it made the the great movie ride, which was in the facade, I believe, of the Men's Chinese Theater. Um, and when you say hat, are you talking about the sorcerer? The big sorcerer hat. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like right in front of it. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like in, in most people didn't know that the ride was behind the big sorcerer. How hat. funny. Yeah. But then they removed the hat and the ride was like, there. Whoa, like, what's this? Exactly. Like you could see what was there. And so all of a sudden, you know, people became aware of it. They started writing it a little bit more. In general, uh, it's losing the Hollywoodness, mm-hmm. you know, in favor of bringing in all these intellectual properties that Disney owns. Right. They're trying to expand the park, build what they already have. And I think we're just going to keep seeing more of this, you know, whether it's at Disneyland or whether it's at Walt Disney World. Uh, I'm not going to say that it's right or wrong. Disney's going to do what's best for their business, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this is just another example of we're going to take out what's not ours and we're going to put in what is. Right. I will say that one of the cool things about that ride. What's that? Uh, it was kind of one of the more interactive rides that they had where uh, like the the cast member that you start off with, like you get into the vehicle. You start right? off with? What does that mean? They die? No, they kind of switch off. It's oh. like, this, like movie magic, right? Oh. So you start off with this cast member and they, you know, they do their script or whatever. Ah, oh, welcome to blah, blah, blah. You know, we're in the movies. Kind of like blah, Jungle blah. Cruise or? It's kind of like the Jungle Cruise, uh-huh. except that in the Jungle Cruise, you're in a boat, right? And so they interact with like a couple gunshots, blah, blah. They're telling you everything that's going on. But in the great movie, right, they actually step out of the vehicle and they go interact with the scenes mm. that are being like shown, like these live movie scenes, right? Right. And so that's one of the cool things that not a lot of other attractions, actually none that I, I know exist, do. Hmm. You know, the only other one that tried it and then failed because people were just scared out of their brains was in the Haunted Mansion when they oh, had right. the night, you know, mm-hmm. approach the Doom Buggies. But this is the only other attraction that I know of. If anybody else knows of any others, especially in any other park, let me know in the comment section below. But as far as I know, this is the only other attraction. Pirates. That Johnny Depp. He doesn't count. <laughs> Please. <laughs> he, he did. What count. was it? Like one, Please. like three hours? Please. He doesn't count. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, as far as I know, this is the only one that does that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, again, I'm not – maybe I'm not familiar with some of the other attractions in the other parks. Right. If there is one where that happens, let me know because I thought it was just a really cool feature of the attraction that it was so interactive with the cast member that was kind of leading you through. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish there was a little bit more of that, like, in the parks that we have here. Mm. Maybe, baby. That was just weird. <laughs> that 
That was a weird response. <laughs> but okay. Uh, that makes you feel good. It does. Well, then there you go. Sure does, baby. <laughs> okay. Now you're just making it weak. All right, man. Oh, honey. I think it. Okay. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. <laughs> Because obviously you need some fresh air. Uh, I need some sleep. That's uh, what I need. All of the above. Uh huh. So, all right. So before we wrap up the podcast, uh, I do want to welcome a brand new fairy godparent. Get out of here. Yes. So uh, would you come do the on honors? in? Would oh. You do... <laughs> <laughs> would you do the honors of welcoming our new fairy godparent, Denise? Hey, Denise. Welcome as our new fairy godparent, and thank Welcome. you to all of our current fairy godparents for all of their additional support via Patreon. If you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you could do so for as little as $1 a month, uh, or for a one-time contribution of, I don't know, two or $300. It's maybe. Yeah. Uh, Wait, maybe, do- baby. <laughs> All you have to do is go over to Podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo or go to Patreon.com slash Podcateers for more information. Beautiful. Or just listen to this again. (laughs) Maybe, baby. (laughs) I got you doing it. Jerk. Yes. Uh, Do do we even need to go through the whole Amazon thing? Amazon. Considering we did that whole thing at the beginning. Uh, That's true. You know you know what? By the way, uh-huh. a couple episodes ago, episodes ago, we didn't do a, an Amazon ending. We didn't. No. Wow, that's horrible. Yeah, right. People were like, "Oh, finally." <laughs> <laughs> we totally skipped on you it. You didn't give them your fix of Amazon. Amazon sure didn't. Uh, give them a couple extra right now. Amazon. No, no, we are not that kind of podcast up here. <laughs> <laughs> About Amazon. all right well since we already did it at the beginning i'm just gonna say you know go to pocketeers.com slash amazon before your next purchase if you guys would like to help us out if you guys want to find us on any of the social networks make sure to head over to facebook instagram twitter and on youtube just search for pocketeers uh, this last week, I was finally able to get the Foolish Mortals documentary premiere vlog finished. Nice. After typing up all of those subtitles. Am and I in to it? Figure out for a brief moment <laughs> after I found you, you ah, were there. Good. Uh, and then uh, Ross was breaking stuff mm. left and right, and then right. so I didn't get a chance to finish talking to you. And then you left again. I did. When I talked to James, <laughs> like you just decided to disappear. Uh, a little antisocial, yeah. Yeah, a little. Uh, just a, little, a tad. A little. Uh, and then I found you again right mm-hmm. before we left. And I... that's when you said, can we go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles? <laughs> 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 so that was, you know, that's when I saw you again. So uh-huh. I really didn't get a chance to see you all that much. Right. That. I was hiding. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> right. You and your, I don't want you to steal my popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so that video is up on the YouTube channel if you guys right, want to cool. check that out. And, man, that is it. Yeah? That's it. All right. All right. Anything else before we close up this episode? That's it, man. Send me home. All right, go home. 
All right, peace out. I'm going to my pillows. <laughs> I'm tired, dude. All right, guys. I'm like falling asleep, man. No, let me make you some coffee. You'll be up until no, Thursday. No, not your coffee. You'll man. be up until Thursday. No, not your, quote, special coffee. All no. right, so let's get you out of here. Ready? All right, done. All right, guys, until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and make your ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone. To infinity. And beyond. <laughs> you know, there's a snake in my boot. What? Well, that's what Woody would say if we said to infinity and beyond. Ah. Then Woody's like, there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> All right. That's obviously what comes next, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. You know, when you say snakes, I think of Indiana Jones, though. <laughs>